You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans. Welcome back to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Blue Jays goodness in your ear holes every day. I'm your co-host, Ryan Andrews of JaysFromTheCouch.com, back with you for another installment to discuss a win. Uh, wins are nice. Wins are great. Everyone loves wins. So we're going to talk about the Jays' win over Minnesota on Monday night, uh, but we are going to start with the big roster news from yesterday, and that was the disabled listing of Randall Grichuk. It's... Probably a move that a lot of Blue Jays fans wanted to see at this point, given Grichuk's start to the season. Uh, but it was made official on Monday. He has hit the DL with a knee sprain. They're not expecting him to be out too long. But honestly, this is this is something that's probably for the best for Grichuk just to give him some time to sit and and you know clear his head of. This this start from hell that he's had to his Toronto career, uh, it 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 didn't look like the knee was really bothering him uh, when he was he was out there swinging at pitches, but it it is a chance, like I said, for for Grichuk to reset to get to get well again. Like this this does solidify things in the outfield in the short term for Toronto because it, it means you're not trying to get Randall Grichuk out there started. It means now that he's on the DL, you can have a rehab stint with him, get him some at-bats in Dunedin, and maybe he rediscovers that swing that made him such an attractive trade candidate. But for now, he takes his 106 batting average to to the 10-day DL. Um, Gifton Gope was the call-up from Buffalo and uh Gift may be the only person in the Blue Jays 40-man roster that can't replace Randall Grichuk's bat. Um, he was batting 056 when he was sent down earlier this season in the Lourdes Guriel call-up, and he he hasn't found his stroke in Buffalo since then in seven games. For the AAA team, he has a 160 batting average and one extra base hit, so... Again, we're, Gift is not coming up for his bat. Gift is coming up because he is an option player. And he will be much easier to send back down when Josh Donaldson comes back, which the team is actually hoping to do later this week, from the looks of things, given Josh's action in Dunedin. He, I, he hasn't played third base yet at the time of this recording. He's been DHing at Dunedin, which... If Josh is coming off the DL, personally, I want to see him in the field. I want to make sure that that arm has been reanimated and is not going to be skipping throws to first base. I mean, Justin Smokes, one of the best defensive first basemen in the league, but he's no Superman. He he cannot will balls into his glove if they're all over the place. So I really want to see Donaldson's arm back to where it was before the team really thinks of calling him up. But again, I'm not Ross Atkins. I'm I'm not Mark Shapiro. I'm not the brain trust there. 
and Donaldson is the biggest home run threat that the team has. And for a team that during that stretch against the Yankees and Boston and uh, Texas, uh, it was a team that really needed someone who could theoretically tie the game with one swing of the bat. The lineup that they've been putting out is good, but it doesn't have that with the regression of Kendris Morales to the point where he's a walk machine. He doesn't do anything else, but he's a walk machine. He he gets on base. That's what you want to see. Kendris Morales on the base paths. That's where he does his damage, and I'm kidding myself. Uh, but yeah, getting Josh back in the lineup will be a big boost for a Blue Jays club that... That, again, does not really have that significant power threat, that threat to hit a home run every time. At, at this point, it's probably Janjervis Solarte. Uh, he's leading the team in home runs, so I, I guess he's the big power threat. Kevin Pillar nipping on his heels. But, yeah, having Josh Donaldson will just be, be a much greater peace of mind for Blue Jays fans see, to see that big slugger back in the lineup. Again, uh, gift coming up. He's here for for a short time, uh, not a long time. I think I messed up that phrase, but whatever. Uh, it won't matter because Gift will be going back down at the end of the week. And again, this is uh, this is why Devin Travis wasn't the call up. He would have been eligible for the call up with the injury to Grichuk. But I think the plan is to get Travis those at bats in Buffalo, really get his timing back, and and get that power swing back. So he can come up and be a more productive second baseman as opposed to the guy who was keeping Randall Gritch company below 150. So that is what is happening with Randall Grichuk. Again, it, it's probably like it's going to be a short stint on the DL. I would not be surprised to see him back in mid-May. And again, after this rehab assignment, hopefully he can he can take this kind of mini reset and come back and being productive and really jam up that Blue Jays outfield because that that was a nice problem to have. Now now it's it's just said it's going to be Grandy slash Pierce, Pilar and Hernandez, which is which is great for the everyday lineup. You can you can pretty much pencil them in, but you want to be at full strength as much as possible. We'll talk about the series opening victory over the Minnesota Twins right after this. All right, so the Blue Jays' road trip got off to a really good start. It, it was a win. It was a 7-5 win over a Minnesota Twins team that really has not found itself yet, has not found that form that let it be the uh, second wildcard team last year. Uh, Blue Jays jumped out to a big 5 nothing lead early and then steadily watched it evaporate before their eyes, making things incredibly tense heading into the 8th and ninth innings. But uh, Aaron Sanchez gets a win, and and Roberto Osuna gets a save, and all is right with the world. Um, let's let's actually talk about Sanchez's performance first, because um, a six inning performance from Aaron Sanchez is it's all right, it's average, it's what the team needs to expect from its starters going out there. Because, again, this is a bullpen that has performed incredibly well, but has been incredibly taxed. And 
Sanchez looked like he was in good shape to actually go further. He was he was in good shape to go seven innings, uh, but he he just got labored very quickly through that for that fifth uh, and and sixth inning. And honestly, I'm not sure I would have put him out there for the sixth inning. He like he he looked like he was struggling to find the plate and in the latter part of his outing on Monday night. I'm not sure if that's a stamina thing, but the twin hitters were able to consistently run up counts on him. They, they were able to get the walk and that, that first pitch home run to Escobar was, was a brutal, brutal pitch to, to let him take out like that. It was a, it was fastball right over the heart of the plate. And a guy like Escobar is going to square that up every time. Um, and then again, watching Sanchez get through that sixth inning, it was it was like water torture. Just watching pitch after pitch miss the plate. Walking the number nine hitter, who who's a guy who who Harry uh, Adrianza, who had to try and bunt to get on, and he couldn't do it. Um, if not for the absolutely miserable night that Brian Dozier had. We could be very well talking about a loss today, but um, Sanchez got through it. He got the six innings. It's what the Blue Jays need out of their starters right now. And then they can't keep having guys go five innings. So um, it's a fifth, it's a fifth straight start that Sanchez has gone six, which is great. If, If you know, you can get six innings out of Sanchez every night. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Does need to work on his control. Because, again, another three walks last night. He has 18 on the season. It's not a good ratio for him to be consistently giving up these free passes. Um, but, again, it's it's a, it's a good start. It's not, it's not world-beating, but it's something the Blue Jays needed. Someone to, to complete six innings. Um, bullpen, again, looked great. I'm... I'm not upset with Aaron Loop. He, he kind of got the run charge to the bullpen. It's a bit unfair. He gave up the single to Maurer, which is fine. But I, I think Aaron Loop has kind of figured out something. He's been able to bury those fastballs a lot easier this year, those down-and-away fastballs. That's key to him getting either that soft contact or those swing-and-miss strikes. And then when he was elevating it, and he was keeping it inside. He wasn't delivering those meatballs over the heart of the plate that's led to him getting tagged very heavily in the past. So it's I'm actually impressed with what I've seen from Aaron Loop so far this season. He is the weakest link in that bullpen, but he's not bad. Like there are many worse bullpen pitchers out there right now. And I know Blue Jays fans have a problem with the longest tenured member of the team, but but I'm I'm actually not seeing it. I think Loop has done a decent job of locating. He's he's still given up a few too many hits, but it's not near the problem it was in years past. And it looks like he's locating that fastball better. So, I mean, it's it, it's not a complete gong show when he goes out there. So that's great. That's great. If you if you can get that from Aaron Loop, that makes your bullpen that much stronger. Um, but again, Tyler Clipper comes out pitches a, a strikeout the side inning which is awesome Osuna comes out it, it's a little dicey from him giving up the second double of the night to wunderkind max kapler which kapler had himself a day he 
he he's going to be dangerous. I I I know Maurer and Dozier are the name brands, but Kepler might be the most dangerous hitter in the Twins lineup. He's he's in that breakout kind of phase. So I'm I'm glad they were able to get through it. It was nice to see um, some situational hitting. Um, like I I mentioned this before um, uh, in in the series, but it, it looked like. They, the Blue Jays were were sitting back a little easier on Lance Lynn. I mean, it's it's easier to do that on a guy who can't find a strike zone the way Lynn, Lynn has this season. He gave up another five walks last night, which when you're giving up that many walks to the Blue Jays, you need to take a long, hard look at what you're doing with your life. Um, but the Blue Jays were able to, and the, and the Blue Jays were also able to take advantage of the errors. It, it was a sloppy game played by Minnesota last night. Um, but they were able to use that to their advantage. They had, they had, um, they had the, they had Granderson scoring on, on the pass ball that being, being an alert base runner, they had uh smoke get that double, which they, they charged as an error to Rosario, the left fielder, but, but it was a well hit ball. I, I, I don't know if he would have, would have had it, but the, when he smoke got on, they instantly cashed him in. Solarte had that single to instantly cash smoke him. They made Minnesota pay for their mistakes, which good teams do. Good teams make you regret giving away those runs like giving away those hits like that. Last year the Blue Jays were not able to do that. They would be gifted base runners and they couldn't do a dang thing with them. And to, to be able to see that, that that's what you want to see. You want to see a team capitalize on mistakes, make, make a pitcher pay. And like, like granted, they, they were also helped by late by, uh, by uh, Paul Molitor leaving Ryan Presley in for that second inning. I don't know why he chose to do that with a guy who's probably the best reliever in the pen there. Like I, what, what does it say about the Minnesota pen that, Presley had to stay out there and give up that other run, and then they had to call call in a guy making his MLB debut to clean it up. It's like I the the Twins were fortunate to get two solid in, innings out of Trevor Hildenberger, which he only needed like 16 pitches, and eight of those went to Russell Martin. So again, that that problem with the Blue Jays being hyper aggressive on relievers kind of reared itself again last night. They shifted backwards. They they adjusted well when facing Ryan Presley, but again, a guy like Hildenberger, it, it looked like they were so eager to get out there and and just try and knock him around that they weren't waiting for Hildenberger to make pitches to him. They they saw that strikeout to Granderson to lead off the top of the six and just like, oh no, he's throwing strikes. We better throw the bat at it. Just no, no, sit back, wait, let make Hildenberger make the pitch. Like, I don't know that that was probably the most frustrating part of the game last night, watching that and then watching Minnesota make it six, four. I'm like, oh, no, they're, they're gaining. So it, it's something, again, I would like to see the blue Jays be better at, but I'm, I'm not going to argue with a win. You, you take the wins, however you get them. And this is, this was a good performance. Let's say, especially from Justin smoke who, Again, they they ruled his do, his double an error, but he had the home run last night. And for a guy whose power hasn't really been there yet 
this year. That was only his fourth home run of the season. That was huge to see. Russell Martin getting that home run, his third of the season. That's huge to see. If if Russell can start hitting again, that'll be a big boon to the top six of the lineup, I guess, since he's hitting six now. Um, Lourdes Gurriel continuing his good start. He went two for five with an RBI. There, there's a lot to like about what the Blue Jays are doing offensively. I just wish they would be more selective. It seems like Curtis Granderson's the only one who's... Well, Curtis Granderson and Kendris Morales, which we'll, we'll talk about Morales on a later day, because, oh man, there's stuff to talk about with Kendris Morales. But another two walks last night. Um, Jen Smith, uh, I, I talked to her briefly on Twitter. She said that this is the highest walk rate that Morales has had uh, to start a season. It's just too bad everything else is abysmal and he can't hit anything in the strike zone anymore. So, I... I it, it's it's good to see that. It's good to see the continued success of, you know, guys like Kevin Pillar, Teoscar Hernandez with these hot starts. They're still getting hits. That's what you want to see. And again, Curtis Granderson has been the necessary plug-in at the top of the lineup. He's got an on-base percentage of 434 now, which I don't remember the last time a Blue Jays hitter had an on-base percentage that high in the leadoff slot. I know Jose kept getting those walks and his OBP was pretty high, but having having Granderson on base the majority of the time is great for for your hitters like Hernandez, like Smoke, like Donaldson when he's coming back. Because that Donaldson will be licking his chops to see a guy out there on first base, maybe on second base, because Granderson still has the wheels. To to see him out there, you you'll be licking his chops for the chance to drive that in. And I want to see that from Blue Jays hitters. I want to see them excited to go up there and bat as opposed to dejected like it was last year so that'll do it for this installment of locked on blue jays a quick one midweek not going to take too much of your time but if you want to spend more time talking with me about what the blue jays are doing and why they're wrong or right there's a place for positivity in the world uh you can track me down on twitter at neoac18 that's neoac18 uh you can also check out the locked on blue jays twitter account at lockedonjays.com. we'll continue to keep you updated on things we're doing there and again we will continue to bring you this podcast daily because that is what it says in the bumper at the beginning of the episode this is your daily dose for blue jays talk and i'm glad you chose to check in again with us today i thank you for doing that so For the crew here at Locked On Jays, this is Ryan Andrews. Thank you so much for listening. Take care.